and welcome to another episode of the Dewpoint Report, the Digital Electronic World Point Report, with your hostess, Margarita. Isn't it interesting that I pick unique conversations to have with you, my listeners? Well, for today, I have to tell you, many wouldn't find this a unique conversation because for some reason... It has been a most exhausting conversation to some and a nuanced conversation to others, and yet to others, a conversation that has not even begun. So it is important. What is it, you think? You wonder. It has to do with history of regions, yet undiscovered, unknown, unbeknownst, yet most lived in. What is it about the fact that we can live in places and not know exactly where we live and what the history of the area is, yet somehow we exist in it? This is why it's so important to understand why the Digital Electronic World Point Report exists. In and of itself, I'm not going to go into the fact that there's an additional existence to the duality because that would be just too much to start speaking about a trinity. I'm not about to embark on the spatiality that exists in religiosity. As it is, religions have a quite complex existence in and of themselves. They've been around for centuries. So no, I'm not going to embark on that conversation, but I certainly am going to remind us all that the reason that I do still exist in this podcast world is that the duality of our existence is true and real. We have the existence of our electronic world, our digital electronic world, which is this, how you are hearing me, whether it be through your computer, through your phone, or any other device, be it a tablet or an iPad. And then, of course, there is the other existence, which is when you interact with a person in a conversation, right in front of them. There's a table in front of you, a couch, or you're standing near them. Of course, the recommended three feet away or six feet away for the personal distance recommended, as that is now the acceptable global norm. It used to be that personal space was determined by the individual themselves, This was something that etiquette taught us in school, but somehow people began to forget it. And then the global pandemic reminded everybody that we had to have a normalized, recognized, scientifically proven spatiality. Anyways, suffice to say, that has all been normalized as three feet, please. But the duality of the situation is that when we begin to discuss of how we exist in the historical context of our 
livability. Do we know where we are living? And for some, it's so important because when they decide where they are going to live, there are some places they say, oh, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to live there. I have requirements. I must have certain needs met before I go to a very specific location. And we can discuss those in the next segment. But in today's episode, I'm going to be focusing on the fact that really it is important to know at least some uh, sense of detail as to historical context, as to when you decide to move somewhere, what is it that went into the building of the town? the infrastructure of the town, the city, the municipality, the metropolitan. Escape of the place that you end up living in. Because then if, truth be told, you end up discovering that it is much different than you anticipated and that it somehow collides with your moral construct, you end up twisting and turning every single night. And somehow, if you are in a financial constraint due to a mortgage agreement, then it's much more difficult for you to move. This is why it's important to do some minimal research before you move somewhere. And in the next segment, I'll discuss why it's so important to know some historical contexts for some towns. And there are some books out there that do give you that context. But it isn't always about the books. It is about the statistics that are out there. And there are minimal statistics that you should know. And they are called demographics. The understanding of certain stats when I return. This is your hostess, Margarita, with the Digital Electronic World Point Report. And welcome back to another segment of the Digital Electronic World Point Report with your hostess, Margarita. In the previous segment, I was discussing living comfortably in 2023 and the importance of researching where you move to. Because you don't want to move somewhere and then realize that was not the place you wanted to move to and suddenly find yourself in a rental agreement or a mortgage that you are suddenly unable to disconnect yourself from. And so it is essential that you understand how to research your spatiality before you actually move there. What are the items to look for? Well, there are a few points. First of all, you want to look at demographics. The following. You want to look at how many schools are there. Of the schools, which are primary, meaning K through 12, which are college. And of the college, how many people stay in the area? And of how many people stay in the area, how many jobs are there for the people that stay in the area? 
Once you begin to look at the demographics, economics are important. How many employers are there? And then you want to look at the employment rate and the unemployment rate. This is essential because you want to understand, are you moving to a place that is going to be employing people? That would make a difference as to your own commute situation. Are you going to have to drive a far distance or utilize public transportation a far distance or a short distance? Should you decide to work in an office setting or in a large environment? Also, you want to look at if you work from home. Do you have the spatiality and connectability? Insofar as Wi-Fi, internet capacity, 5G, 10G, all of these are essential. You want to look at that. Not every area does have all of this connectivity. And additionally, you want to also find out community activities. Are there community parks? And if so, how many? Additionally, you want to find out what kind of community programs are there? Are there festivals that you would be involved in? Do you enjoy civic participation? Festivals can be a delight. And if they are close by, then you would want to know that. Are there regional events that you would be participating in if you do know that there are some? Well, if there aren't any, then where would there be? Which ones are your favorite? These are all essential items to look for. you want to look at housing. Is there housing availability? Not only for houses to purchase, but also apartments to rent. What is the median rent in the area? And of course, if you're looking at interest rates, what are the interest rates, not only for prime, but also subprime? Because you want to know everything that's out there. Those are a few things to keep in mind. In the next segment, I'll be discussing the importance of historical context when moving into a city a township, a metropolitan area. When I return, this is your hostess, Margarita. And welcome back to another, episode, another segment of the Digital Electronic World Point Report. In this episode, I, your hostess, Margarita, 
am discussing living comfortably in 2023. And what that means, of course, is knowing that when you move somewhere, you should do some basic research as to where you're moving to and whether this place that you're moving to is going to meet your minimal requirements. In, of course, the previous segment, I gave some of those basic demographics and that if those do meet your requirements, then of course you continue on into the next threshold understanding of whether or not moving there suits your expectations and what that would be. Of course, the next component of that is understanding the place itself. You see, it isn't just about the brick and mortar of where you're going to be living. That, of course, is important. You have to find a place that you're comfortable in. As I mentioned, connectivity is important. Knowing that you're going to have the amenities that you need is essential. But also, can you get to them safely and comfortably? If you enjoy bicycling to work, for example, then, of course, are there bike lanes near where you're going to be living? That is an important question to answer. If you prefer driving and you have an electric car, well, where are the connectivity places to be able to charge your car? Or does the place that you're going to be living at to have a electric charging station? Wow, well, that's important to know. Now, of course, these are details that put you in the 21st century. Additional, if you are a climate change enthusiast or acknowledge and know the importance of where the earth is in its understanding of the universe and climate change and its ever-changing situation, then you would also know that conserving energy is important. So then, what does it mean? Well, what are the recycling programs of the place you're going to be living in? The municipality or the township, what do they do for recycling programs? Is it nearby? Is it all-inclusive? Is it part of the place you're going to be living in? Is there a solar panel situation at the home that you've already purchased or are about to purchase? Or are there incentive programs for you to be able to install a solar panel? Did you already purchase a portable solar panel unit that you have and utilize regularly? These are all things that you need to be able to answer. Because do you have a special connector that you need to have with in order to be able to make it function? Important. If the city that you would be interested in that has made your top five list doesn't have any green programs. Uh Uh-oh. Well, are there LEED certified buildings? Oh, that's a big plus. 
important to understand who are the companies behind the building of the LEED certified buildings. Whoa, ding, 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 ding. One of the employers that hired you actually funded the LEED certified building that is nearby. Well, that's a big bonus. Those are really important things to think of because you're not just going to be living somewhere for one to two years, especially if you're making a 2,000 mile move to this sudden place that's on your top five list. So you have to really consider these locations. And you're suddenly excited for many reasons. Additionally, if you're really into exercise and walking five miles on a daily basis or exercising the equivalent of five miles because of cardio enthusiasm that you have, well, where are the locations that you would be able to get to in order to exercise? And are there subscriptions required, memberships to be able to participate? Do you have to use your Peloton bike or can you actually get there and utilize their Peloton bike in person? Very important questions. What are the hours? Speaking of hours, are there noise abatement laws in this place? And what are the guidances for noise regulation? Considering that you have a sound system that is surround sound. This is important if you have invested in your surround sound system since you have been working for five years from home. A facet you hadn't considered for five years. But now is quite important because if you have a homeowners association that you would be paying a good $5,000 a year to, these are pivotal questions that must be answered. Which are those what are called covenants that you would have to abide by if you are in a neighborhood that has rules to live in a homeowners association protected area. In the next segment, I'll discuss a little further why it's so important to just kind of think about these before making the significant decisions. I know, now all of a sudden you already are about five pages in with notes and you thought this was going to be so much simpler. It's true. From gas to electricity to memberships. This could change a lot having to do with decisions and regionality. No two places in the country are the same. And suffice to say, if travel is included with the place that you'll be working with, that's a whole different dimension. Because when you travel, where are you going to store your car? Especially 
if you're going to be traveling longer than a week and your car has to be moved on trash day and you can't leave it at the airport all that time, can you? Questions, questions must be answered when I return. I'll discuss more in the next segment of the Two Point Report with your hostess, Margarita. And welcome back. In this last segment of the Digital Electronic World Point Reports episode on Living Comfortable 2023, in regards to what to look for when finding a place to live. Now, it is truly essential when I mentioned that one should think about if you're going to move somewhere, it may actually require a move. Is the place that you're working for going to pay for that move? Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. If it is going to pay for the move, is that going to include full moving expenses? Meaning, are they going to pay for movers? A full moving truck? And then is it going to be a 30-day stay at a Sweets America? And then you're on your own? Or are they simply going to say, you start on this day? and you figure out how you get there. Because it can cost anywhere between 5000 to $10,000 for a room. So you really have to take that into account as to, do you have that in your savings? Are you going to be selling a property to be able to make the move possible? If you are going to be selling a property, how long is closing going to take? if you're not going to be selling the property are you renting are you going to have to get out of your renters agreement are you leasing a car do you own a car how mobile are you all these things are so important because you have to really look at your personal finances and your entire family if you have a family that you are responsible for including pets when you're traveling from state to state, and this is specifically in the United States, you have to remember that, yes, even pets have to be vaccinated. True. And so you have to speak to your veterinarian as to what vaccinations, yes, from Bordetella to all those other vaccines that are required. Because in some states, you're okay to travel from one to the other, but there are certain state boundaries that they will stop you and ask, where are those papers for that dear canine of yours? It sounds peculiar, but it is true, and as I mentioned, as truth does hold to history, because there are protections such as from things as the Mediterranean fruit fly, which was such a pesky situation so many decades ago. In the state of California, for example, they were asking questions such as, do you travel with certain fruits? 
And this was so important to be able to declare properly yes or no because you didn't want to suddenly bring into the state of California certain fruits or vegetables that would have all of a sudden introduced pesky pests that would have ruined crop production. Now, it may not seem like anything to some people, but when you are a state that is holding its own economically amongst other nations, of course it's going to be concerned about who travels from one place to the other. Unbeknownst to many, the state of California spans the distance of many states along the Pacific coastline. Thus, it is important and why I use it as an example. Having said that, making a decision to move for an employer is a big decision. This is why. This is where I end this episode on making decisions when making a move for an employer. The title of this episode was Living Comfortably 2023. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Your hostess, Margaret.